It's time to present Scott Coupon to bring you another episode of Finance Your Movie with tips and strategies to help you get your money to tell your story. It's time! Okay, welcome back to episode 503. This is The Big Mistake, part two. I started out talking about looking for film investors, uh, got into a few other things, including making sure that you have a really serious marketing budget, and that's laid out in your business plan, but I'm going to jump to a few more mistakes that you want to avoid. So uh, first one, you want to avoid this trap that many novice and possibly some dishonest filmmakers will pitch to potential investors is that they claim, and they some of them have, they claim, well, they have... They've had their prior films picked up by Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play, etc. Or that they can get their new film on all those same platforms. The dirty little secret here is 90% of the independent films on those platforms bring in way less than $10,000 a year. So if you look at $10,000, that's less than, that's about $800 a month, and many, many, uh, uh, films earn way less than that, if, if any money, some months. And here's the problem. Let me explain why. There are some aggregator services and distributors who will, uh, for not that big of a fee, they'll throw up a lot of films on all of these streaming platforms because uh, that, that's certainly, it's not the future. It is right now. Uh, everything is streaming. Um, they throw them up on these platforms, maybe two or three platforms, like uh, like I said, Amazon or iTunes, Google Play. These these will uh, oftentimes they'll take almost anything if you get in with the right aggregator, or right distributor, um, or the wrong distributor, I should say. But here's the problem: they'll throw up all these films, taking a commission or a fee. They get a percentage of any sales, in the hopes that they'll earn some extra revenue. But what sucks, what really sucks for the investors, unless you've cobbled together a feature film for less than $50,000 and you want to try to pay back your investors over five or 10 years, it's really tough to recoup $200,000 or $500,000 or a million dollars by just getting your independent film on one of these sites because your film literally could get lost among the thousands and thousands, in some cases, tens of thousands of independent films. And unless you have some sort of marketing plan or strategy or social media uh, a voice box, some platform to drive people to click and watch your films, it's just fantasy land to think that, oh yeah, um, so many people will stumble across my film that might not have huge, huge movie stars and they've never heard of the title and we haven't done any marketing and advertising and they'll just click and watch it. It doesn't always work out that way, okay? So be really careful about that trap and circle back. In the last episode, I talked about specific marketing money uh, that you want to put into your plan and really study this. You want to figure out ways that you can 
build your social media presence, get some publicity, do some marketing, drive some traffic to your film so when it's on those sites, there's a little bit of awareness of the title of your film, maybe your trailers all over YouTube and other platforms, but there's there's a lot to be uh, said about that, and I can't really go into all those details because this is not a distribution podcast. This is a finance podcast, so I'm just really focusing on uh, specific points that you want to do and avoid to get the financing. So uh, another thing I want to talk about uh, along those lines about financing your film is lower your budget. Now, if you can somehow do a million dollar film for 800000 by negotiating with some of your crew, taking some salary cuts, working smarter, maybe you restructure uh, an $800,000 film for six fifty. okay, along the same lines, you negotiate, which by the way, if you lower an $800,000 film down to six fifty, that's going to save you a lot on SAG wages and fringes as well. So I think that any budget, excuse me, any film that's budgeted these days over $2 million without a guaranteed theatrical release on hundreds if not a thousand screens without... Uh, a marketing, a serious marketing budget. I'm talking about a separate one or two million dollar marketing budget or without a signed LOI from a streaming giant that they're going to pick it up. I think trying to raise over two million dollars today is absolutely insane. That's just me. It's my opinion. There are other people that are experts that disagree, but um, the entertainment attorney Skylar Moore absolutely agrees with me and he made this statement just a month or two ago that theatrical releases for independent films is dead. And I agree with him. So if your story allows it without compromising, why not try and shoot your movie for under a million dollars? Why not try to do it for $600,000? <laughs> Remember, the easiest dollar to raise is the dollar you don't spend. So I'm going to repeat that again. Uh, the great Dov S. Simmons uh, shared that with me in one of his uh, film finance seminars I attended down in Miami years ago. The easiest dollar to raise is the dollar you don't spend. So think about that. And remember, secondly, the lower your budget, the quicker and faster your investors recoup. So a 500K budget is way easier to recoup than a two or three million dollar budgeted film. And this story, by the way, is a great talk track to share with your potential investors as well. What I found is most of my investors are really, uh, they're really impressed with the fact that when I'm sitting down to talk with them, whether it's in a face-to-face -face meeting, a Zoom or, or a phone call, and we're talking about the top sheet or we're just talking about kind of an overview of the film, they're really impressed and I have absolute confidence when I'm talking to them, let's just say I'm doing a half million dollar film, that I can deliver a half million dollar film. And this is what I promise them that will look more like a 750 or a million, uh, a million, a 750K or a million dollar film because of the crew we were able to negotiate with 
some of the strategies we're doing. And it just makes sense. It makes a lot of sense to potential investors that the lower the budget, the lower their risk. Remember, they're the ones putting up the money. They're the ones that are risking the money. So um, as long as you're not sacrificing quality, having a very conservative and a lower budget is a good thing when you're talking to potential investors. And finally, this is a little bit esoteric, so just bear with me a second here, but you really need to develop an attitude of gratitude, like my friend Tony Robbins says. Um, instead of focusing on the $490,000 of your just starting your fundraising on your $500,000 budget, instead of focusing on the $490,000 you have left, why not focus and celebrate on the first investor who just came on board for $10,000? You've got your first investor. Focus on that. Instead of focusing on all the rejections you've gotten, why not focus on the dozens of business plans that you were able to get out and share with potential investors? Or why not focus on the two people you've actually spoken with at the phone who have some interest? Doesn't mean they've invested yet, but hey, I anyone who looks at a business plan of a film of mine, I celebrate that fact, okay? Because some people I call up, some people I, I bump into, they're like, hey, yeah, I'm just not looking at business plans right now. I mean, it is what it is. So I celebrate every single little thing um, because film fundraising is tough enough, but when you're coming from a mindset where you're upset or you're, you're a little bit negative, you're coming from a place of scarcity, that only makes things tougher. And if you can look for just one or two tiny things every day, give yourself a reason to celebrate, that will change everything. And maybe I'll do a whole nother episode on the importance of having a positive, bulletproof mindset in the future because I think it's so, so important, especially when usually um, every single film I've done, except one, I got really, really lucky, but most of my films, I've got to reach out to hundreds and hundreds of people to get the yeses, but that's okay. If you have a bulletproof mindset, it keeps you going and going and going. I'm, I'm really focused on the small victories and focused on the big vision, which is getting my next film made. Um, but anyway, I don't want to ramble anymore because this season I'm trying not to drag these episodes on any longer than they need to be. So onward and upward, and I'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's time! There's never been a better time to make your own indie film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com and click on the green telephone button. You'll see our calendar. And if you find an open spot, grab it. You'll get a one-on-one -on -one call with me or one of my partners. It will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.